Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. How's everybody doing? We got the game on tonight. Jesus. Get in with it. I'm sorry. Usually you tell me, hey, I'm starting this shit. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Yeah, well, I mean, at least the Buckos are winning. Right? Zero? Right? Oh, keep in mind, we're recording this tonight, Monday night, for your listening pleasure Wednesday morning. And the- oh, listening pleasure. Yes, and the uh, Buckos are playing San Francisco for three games, I believe. It might be four, yeah. but they're in the Bay Area. And uh, right now they're up six to nothing in the uh, second inning. So, anyways. It's good. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Yeah? Are you doing good? I am doing good. Are you sure? I am doing good. Weather's cooled off a little bit this week. I don't know what's going on with that. I'm just going to start drinking hot coffee and let me know when Halloween gets here. I mean, it's cooled off for a day or two. Don't get your panties in a twist. I, of course, have my panties in a twist. I haven't even worn a bathing suit yet this summer. Yes, you have. One time. One time. One time. It's time to go hiking soon and find a waterfall. All right. It is the end of July. Oh, God, that made me just shudder. Right. I feel like hurling. All right, and we're dubbing this tonight, Pass Me a Beer Bartender. Ah. Ah, lots of beer tonight. I'm at like a 15, so I'm going to warn everybody really early. Because it's, it's a poncho. It, it's, I'm punchy. I'm a little punchy tonight. <laughs> I ain't doubt the truth. I've had a rough day. I can't lie. I can't how's, lie. Well, how's that beer working for you? That, that first of beer? Oh. oh, that helped a little. I feel a little bit less. Now I feel more punchy. Sorry, you're in trouble. Uh-oh. All right, so what are we drinking tonight? We might as well kick this right into full swing. Like, well, you're like, actually drinking. out of the park. You're actually drinking, so you start. You had a sip. I did, but you you, you start. You, you got oh, your beer. Geez. Okay, well, I'm going to make a little confession here. I am having, for the very first time, a big hop. This can't be your first time having a big hop. my very first time having a big hop. Really? Yes. This cannot be your first time. I will openly apologize to East End and Scott and everybody out there at East End that I have never had a big hop before. My extent of East End beers have been very limited. Um, we promise that we'll be out soon. I know, I keep saying that. I just need a day off and some money and an afternoon to relax. Because I don't like breweries at night for some reason. I like breweries during the day. Um, something about sitting outside on a picnic table and drinking beer and eating from a food truck that makes me so much more happier than a brewery at night for some reason. So anyways, I'm having a big hop. If you've never had a big hop before, like me... This is delicious. I am not a hoppy person either. You're not really a big hoppy person like I'm I am. I'm not. So I don't know why I'm enjoying this tonight if I'm not a hoppy person. Are you going to tell me why I'm enjoying it tonight if I'm not a hoppy person? Because it's cold. Um, 
It's tasty. It's in a nice can. I'm also drinking it straight from the can, which most of the time my hoppy beers are in a bottle, or else you pour them in a cup, and I hate cups because I think they warm them unless you aerate the cup first or it's a frozen mug. Well, see, here's the thing, too, about drinking beer out of the can. It's actually fresher out of the can. A lot of craft breweries now are canning more than bottling because light doesn't get to it. It doesn't mm, do all that. Uh. And the can actually keeps so it colder. So light is bad for it. Yes, um, really? like sun, ambient sunlight, especially those nice uh, um, light fixtures that are in stores are bad for beer. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. So go that's, figure. That's something I never realized before. So this is an American ale. It's not bad for you. It's five point eight. So I mean, you could have uh, quite a few before you um, feel like you can't drive. Or feel like you shouldn't drive, or feel like, you know, well, you shouldn't drive after one or two, or whatever. But, you know, it's an afternoon all-day beer. Um, the art's cool. It's big, green, and a froggy. So, you know, it, it's it is, good. It is, it is a bright... Uh, is that Kelly Green? That looks, <laughs> that looks like Kelly Green. Dear sir, I think you've just joined me at a 15. Scott, is that a Kelly Green on the can? <laughs> you know, I'm only he's only gonna listen because I tag him on it. Pretty much. <laughs> That's like the beer I'm drinking. The gentleman that is the rep for them in this area is a nice guy, Mr. Patrick Morris. Uh, All right, so what are you drinking? You just took the spotlight. I am. Away. I'm just drinking. Pour. I'm drinking the Chemney Creek Brewing, the shapes, the shape of hops to come, an imperial, uh, in Indian India Pale Ale. Uh, 9.5 ABV on this guy. So, can I try this for a second? Yeah, you'll like it, because it's sweet. You always like double IPAs better than singles. Yeah, but can I tell you what I don't like? What? The smell. What's wrong with the smell? I don't know, it's a little pungent. Well, yeah, I mean, there's five hops in this. It's Apollo hops, Newport hops... I saw Simcoe, Simcoe. Hop, Simcoe hops, yeah. Topaz hops, and Citra hops. Honestly, I think it's a little... Uh, it, it, something in the nostril doesn't hit me right. Well, my nostrils are a little stuffed up. Maybe this will help clear them out. Anyways, I'll go back to my big hop over here. Right. East End Brewing. But, uh... <clears throat> local. Well, this is local, too. The Chemi Creek. This is kind of local. It's PA local. So, they're out of, um... They're out of, uh, Croydon, PA. Uh, 19021. So... Unless that's near Hershey, that is it's, not local. It, it, it's it's just a little oh uh, east of Hershey. We Harrisburg. had this discussion at Brews Brothers tonight on what we felt was local. Well, I think east of Harrisburg is Philadelphia. East of Harrisburg might as well <laughs> if be. If you are in Pittsburgh, there's only like if you're in Pennsylvania, there's only four key parts to it. Well, five if you count the Poconos. So okay. what? That's what's that? Pittsburgh, Philly, Harrisburg, Erie, and the Poconos. Pretty much. <laughs> So, and one of them, I don't even know if you consider the Poconos part of Pennsylvania, because half the time people go to the Poconos and think it's New York. Well, yeah, that's true. It's also like people, you know, growing up here in Pittsburgh, we never knew Philadelphia was actually part of Pennsylvania until we were about 15, because all the historical <laughs> stuff that happened. We're, we're in school. Their teacher's like, oh, the Liberty what Bell. What the fuck school did you go to? The one opposite of yours, the not-so-smart one. 
Keep mind, I played. My education failed keep, keep me. Mind, keep mind, I played sports. I didn't really have to be that good oh, in education. God, oh, God uh, save but, me now. But no, like any time, our teacher would be like, "Oh, the Liberty Bell. This happened over in Philadelphia. This happened over in Philadelphia. This happened over in Philadelphia." Made it sound like its own state. Never really told us that Philadelphia was actually part of Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, darling, it's part of Washington D.C. Well, no, and then here's the other thing: oh, God. you spend a week in Philly, it is its own goddamn state. I mean, there's four hours between Pittsburgh and Philly, and it's Kentucky is in the middle. I mean... Kentucky's in the middle? Drive across the state of Pennsylvania. It's like fucking Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, you got Pittsburgh and Philly and four hours Kentucky in the middle. Honestly, if you take the historical things out of Philadelphia, blow it off the map, or just give it to New Jersey, I mean, it's not a bad deal. And the Flyers suck. Oh, God. I think we're at a 20 now, and my head hurts. But no, so, I think we're gonna have to call it a night, folks. Sorry, this podcast is not going on the air after that. Right. So, but no, there's Shemmy Creek Brewing. These guys do a lot of good beers. I've had a lot uh, due to uh, Mr. Patrick Morris being their uh, rep for this area and whatnot. Um, this is the first time having this one for me, uh, which is a double IPA. It's a nice 16 ounce pint can. I like it. Uh, got a good flavor. It's a little, a little sweet. Let me get another taste. Hmm. That nice hot flavor in the front, sweet in the middle, a nice little bite on the backside. Um, I can't tell you actually the color because I'm drinking it right out of the can. So um, I like it. Like it is a little pungent on the nose, like you said, since my nose cleared out a little bit. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a little pungent. It on is the a nose. little pungent on the nose, but it I like it. Makes me think I didn't want to drink it. Hmm. I like it. We'll get some more of that. I like the artwork on the can though. It is, For some odd reason, today it was all about the art on the cans and the bottles oh, that I Oh, we would have spent $900 today if we bought every beer that Amanda was like, I like the artwork on this bottle, or I like oh, the I artwork on this wine, can. I my wine, so really, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. It's like, oh, big shocker, oh, it's how I drink, I, I pick out my wine, too. Unless it says Melbach, it has to have an interesting label or else I don't buy it. That is true, folks. <laughs> that is true. And it has to be made of alcohol. I mean, come on. What's the well, I mean, bag? wine has to have two ingredients. Grapes, Grapes and, alcohol. and alcohol. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to talk where to eat. Now, I'm, let me explain why I picked this place on where to eat. Okay, well, first of all. No, let me explain. You explain. You, you explain. Don't interrupt. You explain. Get your ex explanation on. Okay. So, yesterday, or maybe two days ago, I don't know. I just saw it yesterday on Twitter. Um... Pittsburgh Magazine did a piece on the 19 best burgers here in Pittsburgh. And, um, of course, nothing against the author, Hal. Good guy. I follow him on social media. I have never met I think I met him once on one event. Whatever. Um, they're all the same as years previous. Except for one. Stood out among all 19. And I'm going to say this. And if you went to high school with me, or Steve, and you're listening to this, you're going to laugh your ass off. Possibly you're going to fall off your couch. So, it's Custard's first stand. Here's the deal. I grew up in Emsworth. I walked to Custard's on multiple occasions. Um, mostly because I was a teenager and my dad said, I can't drive you to the pool today. So I would walk to the pool and then to Custard's and then home. Um, 
It was always a long walk. I mean, it was about one or two miles. No well, big and, deal but from you my also, house. You also cut through the woods and stuff, I cut too. through the woods. I cut down Iker, which was a, a steep hill, and it went right to my house. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways. This place has been known since I was young for a few things. One, their ice cream is absolutely phenomenal. Now, I understand it's changed ownership a few times now, and it's completely new ownership now. But I will tell you, the food has never changed. The ice cream has always been phenomenal. We're everything from soft-served and dipped cones to, like, hot fudge sundaes to things like that. They are also known for their foot-long hot dogs. Yes, an actual authentic foot-long hot dog with a bun that was actually a foot long. No, like, two-bun, split-it-in-half bullshit. It was straight-up full length. Then it was known for its burgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, onion rings, all of that. So... I'm in no way, shape, or form shocked by it being on the list, other than what the hell did it take so long to be on any type of list of a best burger? When was the last time I ate there? I had ice cream there last month. I, I, I mean, I've never eaten their food. I've eaten their food so many I've, times. I've only ever had... In high school a, and after. I've only had ice cream and milkshakes. I've never had a burger. Best thing you know, Custard's is also known for, and I don't know if they do it still, is the car cruises. Friday my nights. My little kids when they're at the car cruises. Friday nights. I believe they're still Whew. on Friday nights. My friend's parents, they had a few custom cars, and they would go down there. Hooey! Drags. Oh, I... Customs, oh, 1950s, hot rods, dragsters, all of them. It was gorgeous. It was so much fun. We, and if you had the t-shirt, you were like the coolest kid in school that said like Custard's First Stand or Custard's Car Cruise. Like, I mean, I when used you grew to get up in Emsworth, that's what was a place to hang out. So, so, so everybody knows here, Custard's First Stand is on Camp Horn Road. Hmm. Right off. I should have mentioned that. It's it's so you, it's halfway between sixty five and two seventy nine on Camp Park. It is. It's it's what how many? It's probably what quarter mile down from uh, what's that bar that everybody that, Sunny Jim's. Sunny Jim's. There it is. Yeah. Well, there's now another bar on the other side of it called oh. Rupp's. Oh. Rupp's Roadhouse is right there. So it's like four more uh, houses up across See, from the landscaping place. But here's the deal. You take 279 North, you get off at Camp Horn Road exit, you go past the Animal Hospital, past Willow, keep curving down, you'll see Avonworth Community Park on your left-hand side, you go about two more bends in the road, and Custard's will be on your right-hand side. Right, and I can tell you as a kid growing up in Bellevue, uh, we played Bellevue Avalon Baseball Association, but, but when we had our away games, we played Avonworth, which was like, you know, a mile and a half down the road. It really wasn't like we're traveling far. But after we played at Acord Park as a kid, uh, after the game, if we won, Coach always took us to Custard's for ice cream after the game. Oh, that's a Steven memory. Yeah. A little Steven so, memory. So I, I got to go to Custard's as a kid. We got to get either a small sundae or a large cone. So, my big thing was, was after I had moved from my house on Upper Emsworth, I lived, like, right behind House of Lee, which if you ever go down to Harbor Boulevard, 
and you come to four-way intersection where Camp Horn Road is, you notice there's a Hassle right there. It's a, a restaurant. There's also like a pet store right there. There's apartments behind that it's I the lived there. has the two-headed turtle and they sell alligators. Oh my God, right now. And then I was halfway convinced that most of the fish that went from the uh, pet store into House of Leaf are sushi. So don't. I convinced myself of that. If that's true, I have no idea. But I pretty much so convinced myself of that in my brain. Um. Anyways, I used to live in those apartments. And we used to walk, my, myself and my daughter, when she was in a stroller, I would push her in the stroller. That's not a very safe road to walk on, so I wouldn't necessarily always approve of this. And most of the time I drove, we walked every once in a while. We would walk down and go swimming all day long. Then we go to Custard's for dinner, and then we walk back home. That's, you know, that's good. I mean, it, hot dog, I mean, foot-long I mean, hot dog, and well, Bellevue, I'm telling you, it's a place to Bellevue go. Bellevue or Avalon didn't have an ice cream shop like Custard's, or they didn't have, they had a Dairy Queen on the Boulevard. There was no Tasty Freeze. There's Custard's no. is its own little thing, and it's awesome. There was, um, a, well, uh, wait, you have to take that back. When what? we were really young, Sweet Williams. Oh, there was Sweet Williams in Bellevue. Yes, you are correct. And we were, um, we were even younger. It was Isley's. Isley's. Yeah. So you have but, to be careful with that. Right. But when we were in high school now, no, you had Dairy Queen or you had Custards. Or you went to, or then when the rest of the, of Camp Horn Road was built up, you had Brewster's. Right, which, meh. Yeah. Not real good ice cream. You right. want real authentic ice cream? Custards. So I think honestly, now after this, we're just gonna have to like stop at Custards one night. We'll have to go out and visit our parents because we live in South Hills and now as adults and and now they we have still aunties. Live, and they so still I mean, live in, in South Hills, we have aunties ice cream. So but what's I mean, the one that's, that's over like, off uh, Noblestown Road? That's aunties. Is it okay? Yeah. yeah. Now so, we have aunties because we live in like South Hills. Right. So. We're going to have to go back over and visit our parents one afternoon. I'm going to have to take you for a burger and a foot-long hot dog. Yeah, because I've never had the food there. I've only ever had the ice oh cream. Oh, my God. I feel like you're... I can just open your eyes. <laughs> open your eyes and see the good food. Folks, she really is at like a 13 tonight. Just just telling you. <laughs> Nobody finds me funny, though, at I mean, all. I mean... At all. Trust me. Nobody. Anyways, where are we drinking? This week. Where are we drinking? We're, gonna... we're drinking at our local bar. We're drinking at our local <laughs> we bar. every fucking weekend. We do. So Now, okay, so scratch that. Wait a minute. I did go to um, Mindful Brewing the other night, so... You did go with your girlfriend to Mindful. You, again, had banner service. We had... Okay, I won't say banner service because at this time I was disappointed about the wait because the no wait app said there was no wait, and I would shut up, and there was a 40-minute wait because I found out they switched to using Yelp. And I was like, what the freak? Next time I'll just use Yelp? Like, it, do I have to check both now? So I wasn't very happy with their service. Um, however, you, weren't, you, you weren't happy with this with, with the hostess service right? at that point. But all in all, your overall experience... Was once again hit out of the park. I mean, great food, great beer, great atmosphere, had a blast. My girlfriend and I had a fun time. We had great beer. I even took a growler home. Crowler. You brought me a crowler. A crowler home. I did bring a crowler home. Um, I, I had a blast. I had a really a lot of fun. You did. And the beer, and I come home from work and she's like, I brought you a present and it was a crowler. I'm like, oh, you love me. Well, that's what you think. I just really wanted to get you drunk so I could take advantage of you. Oh, uh, you don't <laughs> have to do that. I go Anyways. willingly. 
But our local bar here in South Hills is McMinn's. It's McMinn's Irish Pub. Uh, Scott McMinn is the owner. Uh, it is right there on Willow Avenue. It's in between um, Rockwood Avenue and um, Castle Shannon Boulevard. The T-Tracks actually cross the street right in front of it. So if you've ever been on the Blue Line going towards South Hills Village or even Library and you leave Willow Station and you look out the one window and go, what the fuck is that? Because it looks like a castle. Because it used to be the Castle Tavern. That's McMinn's. There you go. So it is amazing, amazing selection of craft beer. In my opinion, for a corner bar. Well, they have 12 beers on tap, and the mm-hmm. majority of them are craft. They do have, of course, your Bud and your Yingling. Yingling, yeah. Um, but the majority of the rest of them are all pretty much craft or import. Uh, they have a nice cooler that has a nice selection of craft bottles. And they have all the bottles on the wall that you don't have to like go stand and neb in the cooler uh, from the corner of the bar. But mm-hmm. there's a nice selection uh, of the bottles that are on the wall there. <clears throat> the food, by the way, for a local hole-in-the-wall bar. Uh, they, amazing food. Uh, great food. They do. Uh, they have a food special every night. So, like, we know for sure Saturdays is um, Italian hoagie. It's a $5 Italian hoagie with fries for 5 bucks, mm-hmm. And it's a 10-inch hoagie. It's no joke. It's not like a little, like, 4-inch hoagie. It's a 10-inch Italian hoagie. Uh, was it Monday's, like, your favorite? It's like the little... It's a steak. It's a 6-ounce... It's like a 6-ounce steak. It's a 6-ounce like sirloin a fries. nice, like... And it's charred perfectly. And he does this, like, rub on it that's amazing. We asked him. He's like, I can't really tell you. Yeah. It, it, like, he wouldn't tell us. With their French fries and their French fries, guys, is, like, what what's it called? Triple blanched or something? They're, they're twice fried. Oh, my God. They're absolutely amazing. Um... I could sit there and just eat a whole plate of their french fries. And I have. That's where you should have went for that one podcast you did. Oh, yeah. I'm still waiting for her to release that. So we won't give it any shots out yet. Right. Um, but no, the... Uh, even the liquor prices, what are your Captain and Cokes? Three fifty when you drink Captain? Uh-huh. You know, beers range... Uh, Yingling's three bucks, and the most expensive beer I had there on tap... <laughs> let me refer. On tap was um i think seven uh and then they do a happy hour it's uh four to six or four thirty to six or four thirty to six thirty one or two but they do um tall size 22 ounce drafts for the price of a regular draft uh and then they do like a dollar off all the how well liquors and whatnot um they actually have a very good whiskey selection that's not just jim beam they have like six different Jamesons. They have the castmates, the regular, the twelve-year-old, the eighteen-year-old. I have, get in trouble in that bar. So they have I some, eat now. Well, I mean, here, here's how Amanda gets in trouble. We sit there and have a few beers. We go down usually on a Friday or I don't Saturday have a few night. Beers. Well, you have a few captains and whatnot. And then we go ahead and she gets some food. Uh, sometimes I get some food. We have a couple drinks, and we're like, "Oh, let's get our check." So Candy, the bartender, comes over. And says, here's your check, guys. We're finishing our last drink. She goes, Amanda goes, "Hmm, I could really go for a Jaeger right now." I'm like, Candy, get her a Jaeger, let me get another bourbon. Next thing you know, we open another check, and there's another 20 bucks. But, I mean, but the best part is we can walk home. Yeah. You know, it's three blocks from our house. Um, price point, 
It's a little more expensive than when we used to hang out at the R bar when we lived a block We're from the R bar. We're also drinking much better stuff We're than also, what we yeah. used to do at when the R bar. No, offense no offense to the R bar. I still love the R bar completely. I still stop in there on occasion. But that was Yingling that was and a like pic- Bullet. Picture and Yingling Jägermeister. and Bullet and Jägermeister. And, you this know. was like we're now having craft beer and craft I'm beer. rum and cokes. Like yes. it's a little bit different. Even on my bad nights, it. Oh, remember the remember the. Oh, I don't even... Oh, the poison night? Oh, God. That night was so bad. That drink... I think I drank about $40 worth of liquor that night that I just said, make me some... Oh, torture. You remember the torture night? Oh, torture. Yeah. Oh, so... Yeah. If you ever want to hear a fun story about me at a local bar, there was a night that I went to um, uh, the art bar and just ordered up a glass of torture. And uh, it was about three or four alcohols and cranberry juice. Yeah, uh, Billy just and wrecked you. And the next thing I know is it was thirty dollars later, and somebody had to carry me home. I I got I, I called her. I, I remember calling him and being like, "Hey, babe, I'm done work. Are you able to come get me?" You're like, "Nope, I'm at the R bar. See you when you get here." I'm like, "All right, cool." And I get there, and Billy's like, "She's wrecked." Yeah, I was like, "What'd you do to her?" Like, you just need to go home. No, I I sat there and drank and was like, "This is fun." She was on the other foot that night. I was the one that was sober walking you home. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a rough night. Anyways, um, I just thought uh, we should probably take a little break. But we should take a little break here because uh, so what we covered so far, we're covering that Amanda's drinking a big hop right now. I'm drinking the Neshimni Creek, uh, the shades of uh, the shades of hops to come. We went over. That Custard's first stand over on Camp Horn Road uh, is an amazing spot. Food and ice cream. And also that McMinn's is a nice little local bar that has a good selection. By the way, McMinn's is non-smoking downstairs. But if you choose to, you can go upstairs and they do have smoking upstairs and a pool table. Um, Oh, and an amazing jukebox. Amazing jukebox. Really good jukebox. Like, almost the same as what we've always had at the R bar. Like, I even have the little app on my phone and was sitting there the other night playing some Lucinda Williams and shit. Everybody was like, who touched the jukebox? And I just kept hitting play next. Yeah. My next time is going to be all Kenny Rogers <coughs> and then I'll see how they feel. There we go. If I can get them to all sing along Islands in the Stream like I did at the R bar, then we're, we're good. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a little break right now. We're going to come back and tell you what's going on this weekend and where you need to get going. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game, every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, and we are back. So now it's time to talk about what to do this weekend. Um, so Go to a family reunion. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, you're going to a family reunion. <laughs> this girl is going to be working, and we're going to be at Picklesburg. So right off the top of the, right off the bat, get to Picklesburg this weekend. Um the band land up, uh, lineup is amazing, including Miss Freddy. There's uh, lots of rock and roll, lots of jazz, some really uh, is a Craig whole playing lot again of fun. This year? I did not see Craig playing this year, um, but you should get to Picklesburg. 
the full band lineup is already up at Picklesburg, um, Pickleburg, Picklesburg's website. I can't talk tonight. Um, so you can go check that out. You can also check out the full length of events, including a pickle juice chugging contest. I'm not down with that. I'm not down with that either. Like, we're talking that if I watch that, I want to watch somebody hurl afterwards. Because I think that would be kind of interesting. I know who could enter that and win. I don't know anybody who could enter that I do. win. So, there's Picklesburg this weekend. Friday and Saturday. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Or noon to 10. Anyways, 6th Street, Roberto Clemente Bridge, 6th Street Bridge, whatever you want to call it. Just get down there. Walk the bridge. Plenty of food. Plenty of things to do. If you like pickles... There's pickled everything down there. If you're claustrophobic, this event is not for you. Uh, last year it wasn't so bad. <laughs> last year it was not so bad. I guess it might, later in the evening is probably not yeah. as bad as it is during midday. Well, I went families. midday on a Friday and it was dead. So, well, I mean, that, that was, was kind of nice. But Saturday midday, it's packed. Sunday yeah. midday, it's packed. So, uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday. I'm sorry, it's noon to 10 p.m. Roberto Clemente Bridge. Um... Artisan cocktails from local restaurants in form of how-to demos and author talks, merchandise, and books and do-it-yourself projects. So, I thought that was pretty cool. So, that is Picklesburg. Right off the bat. Uh, get to that. Fresh can release. Since we are drinking some East End Brewing this weekend, or right now, we're going to talk about they have an event this weekend all three days, the 26th through the 28th, at East End Brewing. I'm still loading for some reason. Okay, well, this kicks off actually today, Wednesday, while you're hearing this. So, sorry. Wednesday through Friday. Wednesday, Green Giant Citrus IPA, back in 16-ounce cans, Big Hop American Ale, Tango Food Truck, Trivia with Buzzworthy Pub Trivia, plus preview taste of the Partly cloudy on draft. Thursday, seedless watermelon goes 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 in four packs, and Bill use Indian Grill food truck. And on Friday, partly cloudy New England style IPA in four packs for sixteen bucks. Not as awesome. Uh, La Papala and Mexican Gourmet Kitchen Tacos and Quesadillas all night long. Supplies of each beer are limited. Join us at the Brew Pub for a cantastic week. Okay, we'll stop the puns now. You guys are so cute. Anyways, that is this week, Wednesday through Friday. Head out to East End Brewing um, for a, a fresh can release week. Um, Vine Rewind is also this weekend, so this is the third annual, second annual Vine Rewind Penn Avenue Picnic Music Festival. Celebrate summer in all things Pittsburgh with school vibes and drive wine. Saturday the 29th and Sunday the 30th, Pittsburgh Winery presents Vine Rewind. So, line up, Jasmine Tate, I'm just going to throw out a couple names here. Okay, Julia Devine, Michael Colley, Jasmine Tate, New Invisible Joy, Jean the Werewolf. Oh, 
fuck yes. Um, one of my favorites. Um, Byron Nash, another one of our favorites, um, is going to be on Sunday. Lindsay Smith and Soul Distribution, They're another good. favorite. Um, Starship Mantis, Brooke Annabelle, Jimbo and the Soup Bones, love them. We saw those guys. I've seen those guys a couple times. Oh, but yeah. We, but you and got to see them. It now. ends no with bill. Bastard Bearded Irishmen. Which is awesome. I, I heard they tore up Penn Brewery during oh, yeah. the uh, Deutschtown Music Festival. During the Deutschtown Music Festival. Oh, heck yeah. So the block will be graced with some of the best acts in the cities, as well as produce libations, food trucks, and other vendors. So it, it's. Uh, it's 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 definitely a weekend for music this weekend, by the way. So if you didn't get down to Picklesburger, who you wanted to see is not at Picklesburg, I bet you they're at Vine Rewind. That's just the, to let that's you know. gonna be a good sh that's gonna be a good lineup right there. And I'm gonna tell you it's gonna be packed. This event is free to the public and open to all music lovers of all ages. That is very important, folks. It is a free event. And where's that at again? Um Penn Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long road. The twenty eight hundred block of Penn Avenue. Okay, so it's so twenty eighth and Penn. So it's down by Penn. It's uh, down by Wiggle. It's no, it's down by Pittsburgh Winery. Oh, it's down by Pittsburgh Winery. Okay, so another one that we have that's on the schedule is Bourbon and Bocce. This is hosted by Wiggle. So Risky. I have to say that yeah, but look at where it's at. It's at the Frick. The Frick is doing some really hip stuff this year. Yeah. Kudos to the Frick. You're joining the rest of Pittsburgh. There we go. So Bourbon and You're Bocce. not just some, like, big mansion that's a museum. <laughs> You're finally doing some cool hip stuff. We have more stuff coming from them because I can't wait to see the underwear exhibit. Oh, my God. Right. And the high heel exhibit was on point. So I cannot wait to see the underwear well, exhibit. Well, when you go to the underwear exhibit. When you bourbon and Bocce. You talk about yeah. that. Right now we're going to talk about Bourbon <laughs> oh and Bocce. Oh, my God, right now. Are you <laughs> shutting me up? I did. Uh, that's it. Podcast <laughs> over. So, so, no, what we're doing is we're going to do the bourbon and bocce wiggle whiskey. We're going to dress in your best garden attire and join us for bourbon tasting and bocce rolling. Gather your friends and make a team. Come all or come solo and we'll find a team for you uh, for you in our tournament style event. Additional bocce courts will be available for open play if your team does not advance. $20 per person. Each ticket includes whiskey samples from wiggle. Uh, one drink ticket for the bar and entry into the bocce bracket. Additional food and beverages will be available for purchase. Space is limited, so register today. Um, I honestly don't know if that's sold out or not. Um, but you know what? Why do I have to work weekends, man? Because that's when you make all your money. Yeah, because I'm a bartender. Uh, <laughs> So state and obvious, and then, sorry. So and there's that. Um, okay, but, so open soiree on the 29th at from six to nine. You ever want to see a cool place in Pittsburgh? You want to go check out the Allegheny Inn. This Saturday night they are having an open um, soiree for "Look What's Looking Back" by Memphis George. If you do not know about the Allegheny Inn, so first of all, it's a bed and breakfast in the North Side. Yes, you can rent a room. Yes, they're very interesting and beautiful. They're gorgeous. It's one of my favorite places in Pittsburgh. It's like my hidden gem. Um, I could just sit outside next to the waterfall and drink coffee and write like all day long. The um, master of ceremonies there is the most fabulous man in Pittsburgh, in my personal opinion. Love him always. Um, 
anyways, they are have they have turned the foyer and like the parlor area into art exhibits that every couple months the artist changes. Well, this Saturday night they're having a full art exhibit um, in this open soiree for new artists. Um, a rare chance to view decades of multi-medium art pieces from a very talented jewelry designer. Um, monetary donations will uh, benefit local Northside charities, so if you want to make a donation, that's great. Um, I, while you're there, ask to see the Allegheny Inn. Oh my goodness, if you ever want a romantic escape inside of Pittsburgh, this is the place to go. My favorite is the Darwin Room and the Crystal Room. Favorite rooms in the entire place. The Red Room is also very saucy. Um, so anyways, that is over on the north side at the Allegheny Inn. So if you look up the Allegheny Inn or Space at 1010, that is where it is. And we have one more event this weekend before we talk about the regatta. Because, my goodness, that's just growing. We could do a whole show on the regatta. So, <laughs> we should do a whole show on the regatta. We did a whole blog post on the regatta. So, this weekend is also Wiggle Whiskey is starting their new um, malting series, which is called American Malt. And this is their first spirit. It's called Summer Malt. Okay, it's being released on Friday, the 28th, at the Barrel House. And this is a pierogi festival, a Renaissance pierogi fest. Wiggle releases a summer malt whiskey with the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival and Chef Raphael Vencio. Okay, so this is the first of the American Malt series. They're releasing summer malt, okay? Um... It's an organic straight malted whiskey. It's going to be very delicious like everything else there. And $15 ticket, which you can pre-buy online, includes two summer malted cocktails, a pour of summer malt, activities from Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival, and live music from Chase the Barons. So we had a blast at Tar and Feather. I can just imagine what this is going to be like. I'm pretty bummed I have to work. And I'm going to miss this, even though they invited us. Um, so I'm pretty bummed about that. But you should go and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. $15 gets you in the door um, and gets you all that fun stuff so, in there. Here's the thing about Wiggle, too. When you go to an event there, not all the events, so I can't speak for this one, but... A lot of the events, they have the discounted bottle purchase. Um, Not usually. That's usually just time, Father. It's usually just time. I've been to other places. I've been to other events. They there usually have the had. one bottle. And like, for instance, if this bottle, this will be possibly the only time to get this bottle. Like, they, this may be, the, this is the first release of it. So, if you definitely want a bottle of it, you have to come to this event and get it. Or else it'll be sold he might out. be Plum Atlock. Like, remember when Genevieve first came out? Oh, yeah, remember. I went to the Genevieve release years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago. And it was sold out that night. I was right. lucky enough to get a bottle. Well, of course, I didn't get to enjoy it, but <laughs> I'll never let you live that down. Anyway. That's like when I went to the bourbon release and I got the mm -hmm. bottle of bourbon and it was sold out for the next, like, six months. 
Yep, and that was it. That's all you could get. Yeah. So, honestly, folks, if you want this, go get it. All right, the regatta. Here's the deal. August 4th, 5th, and 6th. If you cannot find something to do in Pittsburgh, you drive me crazy, okay? First of all, the regatta's in town, okay? Starting with Friday at, like, noon, it kicks off. There's everything from frying, like, frisbee puppy dogs to the flutogs will be on the North Shore for you to come and look at to, um... Those water speedboat races, the water pack, the the water jetpack guys, water. I don't even know what you call that. Like this is just all in craziness and insanity. There is sand sculptures. They are turning part of the North Shore into a beach. There's just craziness. Powerboat races, jet ski races, the whole bit. Anyways, but they're not racing the majestic against the good ship lollipop. Not this year. They did that last year. There will be no sh Great White Shark versus Michael Phelps either. Sorry that I know we found something in the river this year that looked like something. Like, but and no. Anyways. What, the guy catching a paddlefish? No, remember a couple, like it was the other day that somebody in the Monongahela caught like a uh, the shark. Bull shark. The, the bull shark? That was fake news. Oh, okay. That was I was really gonna say because really, if you really want to make this funny, we could have like Mayor Peduto race the bull shark in the Monongahela. Oh gosh! <laughs> Just kidding! Just kidding! Just kidding! Anyways, so on top of the regatta, there's the flutog. The flutog is part of the regatta, and the flutog goes like this: On Friday, the aircraft will be at. Outside of PNC Park on Mazeroski Way. I always pronounce his name wrong. It, no, you did it correctly. Yeah, I did it right this time. Okay. On Saturday, those airplanes, I say that term loosely, take flight all day long off of the... They're building the jump somewhere right in that area. So, the, so it's going off from the North Shore? Pretty much, yes. Yes. From what I understand, I don't understand the logistics of it. All I know is they're having us line up the planes on Mazeroski Way, and they're leaving them there overnight, and on Saturday they launch because they're shutting down Mazeroski Way, and they hired policemen to guard Mazeroski Way Security. that night. yeah, that's good. So nobody can destroy anybody's plane. There will be no, like, yins or nearing going wrong this year. <laughs> okay. Not to coin Stevens' phrase from last year's anything that floats couple years race. ago, yeah, couple years ago. Oh, by the way, the anything that floats race is still going on. I am not part of that this year. I'm doing a flu tog with the jag off. I am part of the push team. Great, awesome. I'm having a blast working on that. I haven't done anything yet. I just can't wait to be a part of it. I'm really excited. So, anyways, um, on top of that. The Pirates are home all freaking weekends. Yeah, they're playing the Cubs. So, they're going <laughs> to... That's going to be a, a heck of a night on the North Shore. And then, in the irony that they're playing the Cubs, Friday night is the fan jam with Chicago. Huh. So... That is some irony right there. So, if you are done with the sun and you saw enough of the regatta, you go get your $10 tickets or your $20 tickets to the Buccos, which they've been winning lately, folks. So this is the time to start cheering them on, all you bandwagon Fairweather fans. 
um, and go see Chicago for free. Okay? So that's like the whole But is Peter Cetera with Chicago? I don't know. Is he, is he not with them or is he back with them? You mean the band Chicago? Yeah. Peter I don't Cetera? know. I have no I idea. So I got to see Flo Rider when he came a couple months ago and I still thought that was semi-hilarious. I just think that Chicago's better better explanation to it. I don't know. Anyways, so if you're... And there's something else going on the 4th and the 5th also. So if you are, like, bored that weekend, you're insane. Like, you just don't want to go out. So... Because there's something else going on in the 5th, too, and now I'm blanking on it. Because there was something else I just found out well, about. Well, I just pulled up. As of right now, before this game that's currently on, in the event the Pirates go on to win, we'll be 500. And we're three games out of first place after that four-game sweep for the Brewers. So, yeah. I mean, now's the time. It's the push is on. Because the only way the Pirates are going to the playoffs this year is if they win the division. So the uh, Pittsburgh Veg Fest is also that weekend. Oh, this was it. Um, on Sunday the 6th is the Regatta at Lake Arthur. So after you leave Pittsburgh Three Rivers Regatta, you got to go up to Lake Arthur for their regatta, which is a lot less flashy, but it's still a regatta nonetheless. And then also at Sorgles um, from 11 to 5 on Sunday the 6th is the Peach Festival. So literally, if you're bored that weekend, you're crazy. Well, speaking of sorgles, um, I opened up another beer, and I opened up a Hop Farm IPA, and they grow their hops up at sorgles. Up at the and we're talking about Wiggle Whiskey, which is where they also get their rye. Yeah, which is where they get their rye. So, so sorgles is sourcing out their most of their stuff locally to beer and whiskey drinkers. There it is. So, so now you chose to drink the lo- the local beer now. When we're at the end of the podcast. Well, we're still in the middle of it. Folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start a Twitter poll, and we're going to pose that question, and we're going to ask, should I fire Steve or not? Is Steve a Jagoff? Is Steve a Jagoff? <laughs> we're podcasting, and he drank the local beer at the end of the podcast. Well, towards the, in the middle. Yeah, yes. Whatever. All right. Okay, folks, we're going to go over tonight. We're going over fine. time. We're going to let you know. We're going to go over it's by. It's all right. It's so, all right. It's good. Because next is... He said. She said. So we're going to take a little break and come back for that. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) He liked till 1910 or so. Well, it's for reading. I used to get girls till 1910 or so. (laughs) I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, money bags. Tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. All right, folks. It's time. Usher the boss out of the room and tell the kids to put on the headphones. Just kidding. <laughs> Usher the kids out of the room and tell your boss it's time for you to take a private meeting. And put those headphones on because it's time for... He said? She said. So... I do admit I'm still very punchy tonight. I do apologize openly. Um, the beer has only made me more punchier, and I've only had a half of one. Um, so, uh, you know, tonight's topics, let me tell you. Go right ahead. Cause you wanted to talk about this since the get-go tonight. 
Right? You wanted to talk about your precious darling Steelers, so go right ahead. So, we all know that the Steelers report to camp Thursday, and... So, can I just interject for one second here? Is after all the trades with the Penguins this year, I will apologize that um, I've had to break up with the Penguins. No, you did not break up with the Penguins. It was free agency. Stop. Let me finish. Don't interrupt me. So, now, my order of favorite is now the Pittsburgh Pirates, which you you can become even more favorite if you bring back grilled cheese. And... And then I've just had this discussion today that the team has been downhill since grilled cheese got traded. So there you go. Anyways, Pittsburgh Pirates are now my number one favorite. Then become the Steelers. Then the Penguins. Because I'm sorry you traded Benino. They didn't trade him. I don't want to hear any talk. It was They could have divvied up the money. I don't care. Oh. Anyways, so now Steelers have become my second favorite, which I hate myself for. I died a little bit when I openly admitted that I broke up with the Penguins. Until right October. Ahead. Go right ahead. So. Well, yeah, because that's when Sidney Crosby's sexy ass skates across the ice again. Yeah. <laughs> so right now she's loving Savelli's ass in her face every night. Shh, no, well, excuse me. You just made it sound like I'm sleeping with Cervelli. Okay, you, you've you openly need to rewind admitted, there for a second. Okay, you've openly admitted that while you're working at PNC Park, okay, that yes. you stare okay, at Okay, but you just made it sound me. like I look at, I'm in his ass every night. First of all, oh, I'm not dating Cervelli. If I was, my life would be a whole lot sweeter and this podcast would not fucking exist. Second of all, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I admit that one of the perks of where I work is the fact that I get to stare at the pirates all the time. Whether that be Cervelli in his pitcher's position. Catcher's position. Catcher's position. Or John Jaso's flowing blonde hair. I... The flowing blonde dreadlocks. I, yes. I have openly admitted that those, and I see them all the time in the back hallway. They're always nice. They always say hi. They always smile. Except for every once in a while when Clutch doesn't win, he doesn't want to talk. He puts his headphones on and he doesn't talk to anybody. But I will tell you that you just made someone go sleep with Sorelli. And I'm not. Or else I wouldn't be here right now. No, she wishes she was. It's okay. Like every other woman I don't know if I wish I was. It would be very hard to understand him. It's very broken English. But that's not a turn on to you? No, not at all. I need to understand what the fuck you're saying. Or else I can't convey to you what I want in bed. So no, that doesn't fucking work. Uh. All right, anyways. Anyway. Rewind. Rewind. Uh, of course, if I could go work at Heinz Field and stare at Ben's ass the entire time, I totally would. And um, Harrison's and... A.B.'s. A.B.'s and 90% of their asses, I would there stare. There you go. We're starting on the she said part of this. Right. Before we're doing the he said. So, but anyways, finish. Here we go. The he said portion of this is how to deal with the upcoming football season and having being Sundays now for the boys. Instead of, because Amanda's been following this thing on Twitter that's called Saturdays for the Boys. And these Which guys, if you, if you want to see the best hashtag in the world and you don't feel like men are stupid and you don't think you're better than men and all this other stuff and you don't think like men are the worst species in the world because they're really not, um, you should go see Saturday for the Boys. Just look at that hashtag on Instagram or Twitter and laugh your ass off for like hours. 
That's all I have to say about that. There you go. So, like I was saying, that Steelers report to training camp on Thursday. Uh, and then we have that whole nice, what is that, probably four weeks that they're at Latrobe and everything which, else. And we get preseason football, which preseason football sucks. We all know this. I listened to DBE this week, by the way, and apparently Steelers training camp is, like, going to be really bigger and better this year. Uh, yeah. So, like, if you are looking for something to do, get your ass out to Latrobe and Family friendly. Fucking, yeah. Family friendly. I've gone out a handful of times over the years. I've never gone. It's We should go out this year. We should. We should go get media pass. We should get media passes. Ooh, I haven't, haven't ventured into the sports media passes yet. There we go. We need to work on that. But <laughs> so, with football season coming up, and the NFL is money grubbing greedy whores that we all know that they are. Oh God, the no fun league. The no fun league. But here's still, I still feel that Sunday football is the best day, and football season is my one of my favorites. I mean. You have your Steelers, you watch the Steelers, or you watched your respective team that you follow. But here's how do you balance out the relationship on that end of it? So because now that there is football on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, if the Steelers play on Thursday, the only reason I watch Sunday and Monday is because of fancy football. And if the Steelers play on Monday, the only reason I watch Thursday and Sunday is because of fancy football. But when the Steelers are on Sunday, it's like an all-day event. And you know the group of guys I hang out with. And their wives and, and kids are around as well. So you actually have people to talk to um, while we're all watching football. And we're all going through our phones on our fancy leagues and everything. But balancing out the relationship. So that, so now, like, we're, we're at that last month of, like, summer where, like, wives and girlfriends have their boyfriends full attention all weekend and we go and do that stuff that gets us laid, like hiking and kayaking and um, going to pottery events and, you know, different shows and everything else like that. But now football's back. There's three days a week that, like, us guys are like, football's on. Even They're like, but it's not even your lovely favorite team, but it's like fantasy football, so I got to watch for this guy to get so many yards and so many touchdowns and everything else like that. So it, it comes around now that we're coming back into this, like, Five month stretch of three nights a week, our relationship is going to be non existent. <laughs> and Amanda's sitting here with this look on her face and her punchy attitude, like, so what's that different from now? But. Do you want my punch, my punchy answer? Or do you I, want an honest answer? I want both, actually. This is going to be fun. Okay, so the punchy answer is, is that's why God, that's why man invented vibrators. Okay, there's the punchy answer. <laughs> and the honest answer is, is a I, is I am not like any other woman where I actually enjoy sports. I may not be the smartest on them. I may not know who plays on what team. I may not know official standings or fantasy leagues or any of that type of stuff. But for the general most part, I know what's going on in the game. I'm not stupid. I can tell what looks like a touchdown and a field goal. You are okay. correct. You even know penalty calls. I do, and I will tell you, um, I also know what to wear to a Steelers game. Ladies know high heels and leggings um, on the upper 500 deck. <laughs> at um, all. Not just the upper 500 deck, at all. If you're in the club <laughs> level, it's a little oh, okay. bit acceptable. But if you're in the upper 500s and it's freezing cold and it's like the Bengals game at the end of the season that we went to, no, son of a bitch, you better have seven layers on. 
to make sure that you survive the night. Because if you drag your man out of there after 10 minutes of watching that game because you're cold, you're the worst girlfriend ever and you deserve to be dumped. No, that's where I would just be like, have fun, go, here's the keys. Yeah, no, or I'll you meet you at the bar later. <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like you deserve that he won't call you for a second date. Because you just made him waste money on a ticket. First of all, so I, I get sports. I get it. I really, really do. And if you enjoy sports, you're fine during this type of season. If you do not enjoy sports, if you are, if he is going off to have Saturday, Sunday with the boys, go see if their boys have wives and girlfriends that you get along with. A, hang out with them, go to a different room, and drink a bottle of wine with them. It's way more entertaining. Make fun of the boys. It's, it's way more entertaining than what's actually going on in that room. Because trust me, the dick measuring and burping contest is pales in comparison to you guys sitting there making fun of them doing it. Okay? That is, I, I, I remember that. When, when, <laughs> we, actually, we, we, were, we were dicking around in the, in the room the one day. We are all watching the game. And we turn around and we look. And all the wives are sitting around the dining room table. And they all just staring at us. And we're like, what are you guys looking at? Like, you, this is more entertaining than the game. Like, watching you fucks. So, uh, but if, uh, but then also leave. The four or five of you, if, if, if it's all the wives and girlfriends, go do something else for the day. Go shopping together. Get your nails done. Get your hair done together. Go do something together. Now, if you can't stand the other women or you are not up for social interaction, and you can deal with your boyfriend coming home shit-faced drunk, and he can get home on his own, have a you day. Get the fuck out of the town. Get, get in your car and drive. Go see your dad on your own, your parents on your own. Open the computer, read a book. Enjoy the fucking silence. Because I tell you what, anymore... Significant others are worse than cats. Okay? They're all up in your business. Meow. And they're bored. And they want to talk. And they want to cuddle. And they want to paw at you. And they want you to shut your computer and pay attention to them. And they're worse than cats. So honestly, kick them the fuck out. Tell them if they're going to drink, sleep on the couch at their buddies. Or make sure that they get home on their own and then pour them into bed. And enjoy the silence. Because, really, it'll be a nice few months' worth of silence. At least three days a week. One major one, whenever you're... Whenever well, I Steelers just hope that in. you work the other four. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, when the Steelers are on, it's like an all-day event for me. I mean, we watch the Steelers game, we watch the, the, the 4 o'clock games, we have the red zone on, and then we watch the late game. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, and, you're special in the world. I'm not special in the world. I mean, it's, I'm just... You know. I'm busting your balls. Well, I mean, the okay. reason I brought this up because I just got the email and the text message from my group of friends. It's like, hey, are you in for fantasy football this year? I'm like, of course I am. And I'm like, fuck no, that's a waste of money. Well, I mean, in her eyes, it's a waste of money until I win. And then she's like, oh, okay, then keep going for it. Which hasn't happened in three years. Well, you're right. I haven't won in three years. I'm sorry. <sighs> Again. Take the girlfriends and the wives and remove yourself from the situation. If you can deal with him being drunk. Now, I'll tell you what. If they're nasty drunks and they're asshole drunks, 
then you may have to keep be around to make sure the feed bag doesn't get attached to their face. Yeah. Or that they start keg stands or whatever dick measuring contest in results in drinking. Um, yeah. So that's how I feel about I that. I mean, really, that's only the Super Bowl party that we have. The regular weeks throughout the year, we're pretty much okay. We're pretty much, we drink, we get a buzz on. One of us ends up getting drunk. Not necessarily being me, but I mean, like, one of the guys in the group ends up having a little too much. But for the most part, during the regular season, we're all good. The Super Bowl is a different story. That's a all-off bet. Now, I will segue in my final point in your conversation, and it will segue nicely into my topic. Sports is fucking sexy as fuck, Okay. Those men in those pants with those beards and those muscles, yeah, they can do something to a chick. Or a dude. I don't want to, like, discriminate. But I will tell you that that could be sort of a form of pornography for us women it in is. sports. It is. Speaking I will of that, there's you, your point right there. Yeah, I mean, whew, Cervelli's on the screen right now. I'm going to get a little overclumped over here. I will tell you that there was a almost a fainting episode a few months ago when we were in um, Social House 7, and we happened to see Marc-Andre Fleury walk past our table. And there sat was, two um, tables and, over. And me. then sat two tables over. All three of us almost hit the fucking deck. I will tell you that much right now, because that man is cute. Now, that'll lead my flip point, and my she said, can a man be a sex object? And my answer to that is yes, a man can be a sex object, just as much as a woman can be a sex object to a man. So, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be the part where everybody goes, what? Oh my god, we never thought of it that way. So, we have all this, like, women's lib, and women need to be equal to men and everything else. And it's cool, believe whatever you like, stand up for whatever you believe in, everything else like that. But for five minutes... Think of men like a sex object. Instead of looking at them wondering if they'd be a great man to marry, think of what their ass looks like naked as they walk away from you to go to the bathroom after you just had crazy amazing sex. Honestly, seriously, think about it for five minutes. Think about it as instead of God-like, that man would be amazing to marry. I, our kids would be beautiful. I wonder if he has a great job. He, I want to see his resume before the second date. Like, I need to see family history. And I need to cancer, see all this. Like, this, is this, this like, before you start to even do that, think for five seconds, what if I just threw him down? What if I just had my way for one night and walked away? All right, because here's the thing. Honestly, women and men... We think about sex differently, first of all. Think about sex differently. You do. You think about sex differently. But also, women check out guys just as much as guys check out women. And also... We won't admit it. We won't admit it. We will not admit it. Ladies don't admit it. Guys like, oh, did you see the ass on that chick over there? You know, and even when you're with your significant other, I've caught a man to check it out a dude before. Totally. There's no shame in my game. She's totally caught me checking out a chick before. And she's like, you like that, didn't you? I'm like, that was nice. You know, because also that's that, that's that whole argument started. Like, how do I answer this question? You know, but <laughs> like, oh, you think she's better than me? Huh? Why don't you go try that one for a while then? Ha, have fun with that. See you later. I'm leaving your ass here. You know, so, but no, seriously, it's like, 
you definitely, if you stop looking at the opposite sex, whether you're single in a serious relationship like Amanda and I are, or you're married, then there's something wrong. Like, I mean, there's, I mean, everybody looks at people and like, wow, that'd be one time. Give me 15 minutes, you know? Really? I honestly don't think 15 minutes. I just say, give me about an hour with that. Well, Maybe two. Well, we're guys, guys. I'm like, oh, I need 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, but I could make it last for two or three hours. Yeah, you could. You just choose not to. <laughs> you just and to that's like, another... Done! And that's another... Bing, bing, bing! <laughs> Round two! Not gonna happen. <sighs> and that's another topic for another podcast <laughs> on these issues. <laughs> About ha, lasting the length. <laughs> going the distance. She's going the distance. Anyways. Um, but no, men can obviously... But no, it's not just a sex object as in that way. But for five seconds, instead of thinking men make more money than me, men um, rule the country, um, men do this, men do that, instead just go, I had that hit that bought the t-shirt. Right. And you kind of change your perspective of, he may make more money than you, but your high heels are sharper. And you're smarter, and you're more intelligent, and you have your wits about you, and you have your head on your shoulders. It grows. It grows this mentality of, he may be making more money than you, which sucks that that ratio still exists. But at the same, and that men can sit there and catcall women and all this other stuff, turn around and catcall the man back. Did you see that video that's been going around on Facebook that if women catcalled guys? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, hey. What have you ever catcalled a man? Have you ever catcalled a, well, you've catcalled women. But I mean, I've cat, I've turned around and catcalled a man and they don't know what to do. It's like you called them on their player game. And they just stand there like a deer in headlights. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Are you going to ask me for my phone number? Do you want to take me out to dinner first? And they just stood there like shocked. And honestly, like, by uh, most of the way now, most people have shut this off because they're like, how could you think that way? I went through my 20s. I had one night stands. I did meet men and were like, let's go to dinner and let's go home. And then I'm not calling you tomorrow. Because at that time, I didn't care about men. I didn't care if I ever saw them again. I didn't care anything. Because for years, I had been played and not called the next morning. Taken out on nice dates, had my hopes up, and left basically off to wonder why he didn't call. Flip the script for five seconds. You be the person who doesn't call. You be the person. And you don't have to sleep with them. You don't have to do any of those things. But for five seconds, think about it. Use, treat a man like a sex object. Just once and see how differently you feel. It's a challenge. You don't have to do it. But I think definitely men can be sex objects. I think definitely... And now in a, in nowadays, you know, women watch porn, women watch, you know, with just as much power in the bedroom 
than men do. I think that that whole... See, I kind of experienced that for a little bit, but I was in my early 30s um, when I lived in Washington, D.C., that uh, I worked down in the lower DuPont circle, and a lot of the women I met at bars and the little clubs and stuff I went to after work and, you know, hung out, that, you know... They were on their bat. They they already finished their bachelor's of college. They're working on their masters, or they have a their first full time job after college. They don't. They work ninety hours a week. They don't have time for a relationship. You know, they're the ones like, hey, you look good. I like you. Let's go. And you go, and then you know, done there, and then you you don't hear from them again. You don't. You know, the next time you see them is a week and a half later at the same bar that you met them at, and then they blow you off like, "Huh, you were good one night. It's fine." You know, and then, but as a guy, it's like, "Huh, one time I was hoping to get a call back." But that's how a woman feels every time a man does it, right? So you see, know, it's, so, it's so smart I've, I, so I've, you did have I, the other end. I, I've experienced that. In most DC. women don't have enough guts to do something like that, so that's why most of the time the men don't feel that. DC is a weird city, though. Oh, DC is so ass backwards. It's and a weird city. I'm not city. just talking politics. No, not just talking politics. But I mean, just just it's a weird city. Like, but I mean, but Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, you what is it? You know, in your early twenties, like, in your early twenties, you go out South Side and. And there's no good clubs to go to, like the strip district when we were kids, when we were in our 20s. But, I mean, it, it's just one of those. Um, and then now you're in your 30s. And so somebody made a comment the other day uh, on on uh, Pittsburgh Craft Beer Network on Facebook that they were t- doing this crazy Bloody Mary or whatever, which that's a whole other story. But they says, yeah, I, says, I, I either got to stop now or I'm going to continue on and not be productive. And I made the comment of, you know, day drinking in your mid in your mid to late thirties and early forties is kind of like clubbing in your twenties. You know, where it's more day drinking to me is more fun than going out at nine o'clock at night and being up till two or three in the morning down the south side. I'd rather go down the south side at ten o'clock in the morning and be hammered and home and in bed by eight o'clock <laughs> than you know going down at night. Hashtag life goals. <laughs> Hashtag like really, yeah, pretty much. Have another beer, saucy. <laughs> I think it's time to end this now that most of my girlfriends are gonna be like, oh, she's scandalous, unfriend. <laughs> right, as her Facebook just lights up with how many unfriend. Actually, Facebook doesn't light up with unfriendings. You just yeah. realize like a t- day or two later, like I haven't seen anything from this person. Where'd they go? It's okay. <laughs> but no. Honestly, yes, men can be a sex object. Should you treat them like that? Maybe. On occasion. You know? It's okay. And as Some a of guy, them are used to you it. You know, as a guy, I, dude, I got 220 pounds of dad bod right here. <laughs> All right? Oh, my God. You know, so I'm not getting treated oh like a God. sex object very much. Oh All right? Now, I have a buddy of mine that I work with that is cut and ripped and he's got those muscles and those little muscles 
Like right down oh, there at the bottom of the stomach, they make women do stupid things. Those muscles right here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, 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 I call them the licking muscles. Yeah, I mean, he gets treated like it's like, girls are like, oh, can I see you with your shirt off again? You know, and it's like, okay, you know, I mean, I'm also like 38, like I said, 220 pounds of dad bond. I ain't attracted too much. I'm not an attractive woman anymore. Yes, you are to me. I've had two kids. You are very attractive. To, to you. Yes. But I don't get catcalled anymore. All right, we're going to run a test one weekend, and we're going to let you know how this goes. Like he said, she said, Amanda and I are going to go out to two separate places, and we're going to see who gets hit on the most, and also who has the most opportunity to pick somebody up. We're going to have to take somebody with us for referees, and also to make sure that we are doing things stupid under inebriation. But it's really funny because I want to actually see you survive that because a guy can't even talk to me right now without you, like, getting out of the car and wondering who it is. <laughs> really? Uh, no, it would be very interesting, but I also am the one that attracts, like, a 24-year-old and 25-year-old because they don't think I'm 40. Right? <laughs> you're not 40. You're 38. Close enough. Anyways, we should really stop. We are way over in time by a whole, like, 12 minutes now. So, folks, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Please go have some fun. Get out and enjoy the city. Tag us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and show us what you're doing. Show us how you're being bold in the Pittsburgh area. Show us what's going on. We want new stories. We want to see what you're doing. So... Interact with us. Send us your pictures. Send us all kinds of stuff. Hashtag it be bold in the berg. Um, ooh, we're going to start a new hashtag. Be bold in the berg. Be bold in the berg. See what happens when maybe has a couple beers to get soft. Yeah, I get creative. There you go. All right. So let us know what's going on. All right. If you have an event or you have a beer or a restaurant you want us to come check out, give us a shout. We'll definitely do that. All right, folks. Have a great weekend. Have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.